whatever. I can only split my time so much. Or, cause yeah. <laughs> that's definitely an expensive habit. <laughs> uh, expensive, but also like time-consuming, and yes, like there's a, a level of. I know enough about comic books to like keep up my nerd cred, <laughs> mm-hmm. but mostly Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, like you'd read Spider-Man comics. Uh, I read quite a few quite of a few. the Spider-Man comics, but I don't. The, I can't keep up. That's the one I haven't gotten into yet. I mean, I like look, Spider-Man. I definitely know some stuff, but yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't dove in. I wanted to start with the Stanley stuff, mm-hmm. like straight from the beginning. Yeah, it's really cheesy. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. The, but it, it, go ahead. Sorry, the comic book we've been—I let her borrow it the other day, but <laughs> yeah. the Invincible book, mm. as by Robert Kirkman, the superhero oh, book. Yeah, okay, it feels like a Spider-Man story. Well, yeah, what you were describing earlier, but with like. Superman's powers, okay. almost. But it's just super cool, colorful, goofy, mm. but yet realistically. <laughs> scary at times or serious it's right. super cool well yeah that's that's kind of always been the the draw for spider-man is that he's a teenage kid he's and he's poor the and, most relatable superhero. yeah and he his powers are super weird and they freak him out uh but he also just really wants to do good in the world and so he does yeah, yeah. but Sometimes he messes up and like so many of the Stanley comics from Amazing mm-hmm. uh, end with Peter like walking towards like the sun or just walking alone <laughs> on a street being like, oh, my life sucks with his hands <laughs> in his pockets. Like, yes. that's it's really cheesy, obviously. But that's the 60s, real. But yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the nice thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like with the whole Gwen Stacy thing too, her dying. Yeah, I thought that was spoilers. Jeez, how could great. you ruin Did something you from have like it the sixties? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I thought that was that's one of the nice things too. Is it gets rid of characters? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but like, get rid of characters. Neither do we. <laughs> Always, we don't. Yeah, we don't watch it. <laughs> um. Let's talk about music, though. Let's do <laughs> and it. And I'm probably going to start here with Death Cab. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Let's go. I know we've talked about this before, but, like... I could talk about Death Cab all day, every day. Death Cab. I always Death talk to her Death. about it. <laughs> you say it's that great. jokingly, I but I really it. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really does. Uh, how do you feel about Death Cab? Me? Yeah. I love Death Cab. I don't feel as strong. Well, yes. She's you going with me to see them. You can love things and not be, like, obsessed with them. Well, yeah. You know what I mean, Caleb? No. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I don't think that's possible for, like... For Death Cab? Well, no, <laughs> like, for nerdiness. Right. Like, the whole point of being a nerd mm-hmm. is to know everything no. about e- a yes. single thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. So that's not how I'm programmed. I'm, I like, good with, like, knowing, like, When service. I first discovered them, I immediately... Looked up every song, mm-hmm. every album. I wanted to know all the information about mm-hmm. the band members, and I yeah. did. 
I'm an expert. <laughs> Why did you uh, kind of pick transatlanticism from that? Like, <laughs> what drew you to that over, mm. I don't know, plans maybe? No, I'm kidding. That's my songs favorite Death Cab. <laughs> songs, uh, you can play these songs with chords is my favorite that's, Death Cab album. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. That's a great... I love You Can Play These Songs. My favorite Death Cab song is Army Corps of Architects. Okay. I love that song. Um, But I've told you, Trans is the song that... um, Or the album that makes me... It's like my security blanket. It mm-hmm. makes me feel better about things and... Do you listen to New Year every New Year? Yes, we did. I did, yes. Did you really? We played it. We did. I wasn't wasn't with you. We (laughs) joked about that. I have before, though. But yeah, but that's just my favorite album of all time. I can listen to it all day, every day, anytime. Yeah. You know? It's kind of weird. I was talking to a friend about this recently, but I want to hear Ben Gibbard scream. I don't think he can. I think he can. Like, he, in uh, That's Incentive, it's, like, kind of screaming. I think, (laughs) but I think that's the max of his vocal range, though. I don't think he can go above that. It's a little yelly, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, because I have projection problems, (laughs) and I totally get that. You should change the bulb. I So, I think when he tries to yell, it immediately, he just goes to head voice, and it just is yeah, high, yeah. and yeah, that's what I do. Do I mean, like, with his music, though, should he yell? That no, should be, like, a... never. There's, there's some songs that I feel would be emotionally well-served. All right, let me tell you why you're wrong, Santiago. Please, tell me no. which songs. I'm just kidding. Um, I do want to know what songs, though. Yeah. I mean... That's in Simon is, is one where, like, yeah, he, like, pushes it a little bit. And it's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, I think, too, though, that was, like, starting out. Yeah, yeah. So he was definitely just trying to figure out all yeah, sorts yeah. of things. Right. It was similar with, like, amputations. Amputations pretty powerful. If I ever ask him, I'm totally going to ask him these <laughs> questions. Like, why don't you yell? Do you have projection problems? Anyways. <laughs> um. No Joy in Mudville would have some killer because it's it's such like a a, a dynamic the, song and like the chorus for sure yeah um and oh, so God, such a good song yeah um and my favorite songs of people are always the really sort of drawn out emotional ones mm-hmm. but I can mm-hmm. never I can't put that on a set list because. <laughs> You're going to bring know. everybody down. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh There's a time and a place. Do it. Right, yeah. My set lists are nothing but the saddest thing ever. <laughs> but, like, you set you set the pace with that. Um, yeah. And so it's like, here's here's a nice, like, soft guitar-y thing. It's like, yeah. yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. If I have a band, like, that's already an entirely different tone. Yeah, <laughs> see, I would have no idea how to have a band come play with me. <laughs> that just that dynamic just doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely playing an acoustic guitar is something I've learned to love mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. So that's like become my thing. Right. I'm totally happy with that. Yeah. If I ever had a drum, it'd be like very light 
a drum brushes and drum kick drums if you need me a kick let drum. me know, <laughs> Tom I, drum. <laughs> I mean you had drums on your ep i did um drum ish <laughs> she doesn't yeah. perform like that i don't no and i probably never never is a strong word probably won't play like that also i hate the drums on my ep every time i listen to really? it i'm like oh why did we fucking do that suck it caden it's not caden no oh, caden didn't Kaden. uh oh, okay. it was one of Russell's like homies from high school uh, yeah no but he did good too i don't want to like the, if right, you're right. listening the to piano. this tyler i'm sorry <laughs> the piano on it that was really nice <laughs> i think that accents those songs yeah really well. heather becker you know Heather yeah, becker. yeah. oh my god <laughs> she's just so talented actually speaking of heather we wrote a song together in songwriting really that was like i still look at that song and go frick this is a really good song yeah <laughs> and you guys are both so talented i could see that just being really good <laughs> but like i don't know what to do with it should i just like ask her and be like can i have this song yes <laughs> she will Does say she sing on it yes probably we kind of went back both and forth yeah. yeah yeah ask her and so i don't know it's weird because like so Jeez. i was in i was in don't tell dina for a little bit okay um i played what? bass for them yeah I have uh, no idea. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and so I had helped write some songs with them. And then some songs I just like straight up completely wrote. Uh, Do they still perform them? No. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Once the lineup Take switched up, bitches. they just. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, like they're great and I don't have any problems with it. Um, but yeah, there were songs that I completely wrote or like mostly wrote. Mm-hmm. And it just felt really weird to be like, can I have these? Yeah. Right. And they they said, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. But it's still weird because I feel weird if I'm going to record one of those songs and yeah. be like, that's still, that's Their Sean's song. drums. Yeah. And that's, yeah. For sure. I know what you <laughs> mean. I've always been so sensitive writing with somebody. <laughs> it always feels weird. When I was talking about uh, writing songs as being like therapy. Yeah. It's like I couldn't write a song for somebody, yeah. but also too like just from where these songs come from for mm-hmm. me emotionally, it just would feel wrong to let someone else sing or just share it. Mm. It just, I don't know. Well, do you ever write mm-hmm. songs from not your point of view? No. I don't know how. Yeah. I just, yeah. it's just. You do. I, that's like only what I do. Yeah. <laughs> right songs from other because i can't get to the like anytime i try to use songwriting as therapy they get stupid Mm. and like too sad but like not an enjoyable sad (laughs) it's like not pleasant and they fucking suck it's not that they're bad i mean she sent me a few of them it's just that it's definitely (laughs) one of those things where she's that's not the way she writes music so Mm. it's like you're trying to change like who I am. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. It's a weird thing because I've done both. Mm-hmm. And it is really different whenever, like, you're just telling a story. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to find where the song is supposed to be because of the story. Right. And so, oh, like, since this is what happens in it, I should you know, do this thing with the music. Yeah. 
and yeah. that makes sense. But yeah. whenever you're pulling it from yourself, uh-huh. it's like it has to be that much more right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to like, I don't know. So I recently wrote a song called Lucy, and that's from a different perspective, but yeah. it's still about. And I like that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> It was just, like, about, like, high school shit and stuff like that. But, like, relating it, I don't know. It was, like, kind of helped me cope, even though it was just nothing that I really needed coping on. Mm -hmm. But it was just a fun, like, perspective to go through. So I guess, like, I can do it. I just have to hide it in somebody else's story. (laughs) Yeah. And, I I mean, I could... I've written a couple songs from different perspectives, Mm -hmm. too, but still it's like it's still personal yeah yeah (laughs) so i yeah i don't want to share (laughs) you know well i think it's also i think we talked about it last time but i don't feel like i'm too young to have had stories that i think are worth sharing from my own perspective like yeah and even if you are young and you still write stories from your perspective, like those are real to you. Yeah. But I don't feel that way enough about myself to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's and that's what's harder because I've kind of started writing some of that myself too. And then I kind of end up being more vague about it because I don't want to... Mm-hmm. I don't want to like step on someone's toes or like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think the annoying thing, too, is when someone listens to music you've written just because of the way it's written or you say I, then that automatically means it's about you. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case ever. Yeah. I think an annoying thing is people think karaoke is a breakup song and it's not. <laughs> it's just about being codependent and wishing I could get over that. Mm. Yeah. But it's not necessarily me wishing I could get over it. It's just about that in general. Mm. Codependency. Yeah, yeah. And how it can suck. Because, <laughs> like, the chorus says, I need you more, meaning I want you to be there. Yeah. Like, I want you to go do this with me because I can't do it by myself. Mm. Not, I need you back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think he's such a good songwriter because, like, well, all of his uh, songs can just, like, like, he writes them, and I always have to ask, like, what is that about? Yeah, she did that. But, yeah. She did that the other night. <laughs> uh, that's what I, I just have to. You're but great like, too, No, stop. You're this isn't going to be a thing. Better. Um, <laughs> but you. he, like, can write about his his problems or whatever, and then, like, like, karaoke. So many people think that is a breakup song because they're relating it to, like, shit that they've been through. Mm. And I think that's so that's, important that's in good. a song. That's fine. To be, um, I don't know, just, like, kind of fluid with yeah. whatever, you know. I hope that made sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> but, like, it is a, a weird thing. Is Once it's not yours anymore, yeah. it becomes whatever else anyone interprets. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you're not going to be just, like... At every, I don't know, forum post or whatever, and be like, "Well, actually, this." Song I mean, is actually I'm not gonna be a dickhead and be <laughs> yeah. like, "That's not what it's about." 
I hope. Styrofoam plates isn't about you, Ben's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people, you know, use the songs or like yeah. the songs for their own purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. I think music is so much about taking what you need um, from it in that moment. Because, like, it, yeah. I, sorry. Yeah. I just, I think something that makes me a little uncomfortable about that and people thinking, like, karaoke was a breakup song is I don't want to be labeled mm-hmm. as, like, you only sing the about sad breakup or the sad yeah. breakup boy yeah. and <laughs> hashtag sad boy. Uh, I mean, the songs are just they sound the way they do. That's just what I like. So right, that's well, the music I'm gonna make. And that's the I have a hard time with that too. Like yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad thing either. Yeah, I just there's a lot of pressure. Is the is the thing is. Mm-hmm. If you like write one happy song, then the you have to keep that up in some way, yeah. or there's a pressure to keep that up. I feel yeah. that so hard. I I honestly don't feel that. Right. I well, most of your songs are sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I and and they come from like a natural place, so I feel like yeah. it doesn't. I think the one thing that I've worked really hard to. Um, do on my own is just listen to myself mm-hmm. more and try not to really take opinions from people and I'm not saying I'm not open to like you know I'll show Keithley something if mm-hmm. I'm like hey does this sound right like I'm just having a problem with it what mm-hmm. do you think but like I wouldn't listen to somebody if they're like oh this needs to be louder you should try yelling i'm like i'm not gonna do that this should be more catchy I'm gonna, oh yeah 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 crazy i i fucking hate when people give advice like it, it could be catchier right. for once yeah write something catchy write some hooks i'm like fuck you know yeah can you write something i can dance to it's like <laughs> the thing everybody makes music their own way yeah for sure <laughs> That's not, I feel like that's not something that's stressed enough. Right. But it's... And it's hard, because... You ever listen to The National? Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, every National song is, like, a transatlanticism type of emotional weight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's admittedly exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a reason why we sort of try and balance out that like, all right, here's sort of one slow, dark song. And then let me contrast that with like something a little bit more moving or brighter or something. Yes. Because it's exhausting to just like, just almost punch you in the face. It's almost like you're making the same thing (laughs) too. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, one band I really love is the Decemberists because mm. they are that emotional band, but they do it in a quirky way. Mm. Yeah. But then there are songs that sound really like dancey, dancey and like fun. Especially when they're new. But then it's like bum a bummer. Yeah. But the one thing I really love about them is they've maintained a Decemberist sound and have definitely over the years added new things. Like on their last record. They have, like, synthesizers, and they're mm-hmm. changing things up just a bit, but it still sounds like a Decemberist record, mm-hmm. which is cool. Uh, one of my favorite bands is Brand New. and uh, <laughs> Yes. Um, 
similar thing. Uh, I love Brand New. They're my second favorite band. But, like, mm-hmm. I can only listen to Brand New for so long before yeah. I, like, no, yeah. I have to yeah. take a step outside and breathe. I, <laughs> I became a fan of Brand New at a time where I was listening to them so much. I was listening mm-hmm. to Deja and Tindu. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Devil and uh, God. Devil and God. Yes, are reaching inside <laughs> me. It's so hard to listen to those albums now. Because of where you were then? Yes. Or, yeah. And like just listening to them and feeling the rage behind yeah. all of it. Like yeah. it's just, it's hard. It's really, it's emotionally taxing. Yes. And those are of, violent albums. All of Devil and God is just. Is nothing but fuck this yeah each song it just gets worse and worse yeah i will say <laughs> one of the best lines though i love handcuffs because i love that line it just if uh, that might be the most yeah i would drown all these crying, crying babies, babies if i, if I knew, knew that their, their mothers, mothers wouldn't, wouldn't cry. cry i'd hold them down and i'd squeeze real soft and let a piece of myself die like, who the fuck that is the that? darkest oh fucking God. thing who the fuck <laughs> i've <laughs> ever heard <laughs> at the same time like this dude's a lyrical genius <laughs> yeah he is uh That's probably crazy. my favorite lyricist ever yeah um but what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's aggressive yeah but like i don't know because of course he doesn't mean it but it's like mm, what's that a metaphor that? for no, i mean do you know the the thing that happened with Rainio? yeah yeah and so, listening to uh, me yeah, versus true. Maradona versus Elvis. Now. Yeah. Listening to it. I'm so fucked. Oh, so, where, where, <laughs> that song is fucked where, on, where are you on that? How do you feel about Jesse Lacey now? So, that actually goes into a broader sort of moral thing in that I think he made mistakes in his past. And he's been in a dark place for mm-hmm. a long time. But he, by the time that that resurfaced, he had already done the things in his life to try and make up for it. Yeah. Like he went to therapy. He told his wife. He's He had been doing the thing for years at that point. Yeah. And then it resurfaced and people are like, ah, you're this terrible. So I think. To, to sort of briefly explain for people that don't know, it's like oh, yes. he's uh, at some point around the time of Deja, uh, which what year was okay, that? It was a little bit before. That was like 2004, 2005. Okay. Uh, a I, little think, bit, I think it was before. Yeah. A little bit around then he would solicit underage, like teenage girls for like nude pictures and sort of was it, emotionally was it multiple them. yeah um so that's pretty fucked up sure yeah. i'm not justifying that in any way but it resurfaced like in 2016 whenever science fiction came out um 20 was that 17? 17? Uh, whatever. 17. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All these years are blending together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it resurfaced whenever science fiction came out. And so Brand New kind of just fell off the face of the earth once everybody kind of turned on them. Mm-hmm. And so I think, 
and the, this is the reason why it goes back to this like broader philosophical moral thing is that I think he's done what he needs to do to be forgiven. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I feel like he's human. He's mm -hmm. made mistakes. Yeah. Um, he's not a bad person. I don't think all these videos of kids bitching about it are going to help. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's definitely not fair that my favorite albums are a little bit soiled because of this. Sure. And have made me feel a little bit weird about a man who has been my hero mm -hmm. since I was 16. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I cannot blame him. And it's none of my business. I I have to... The, th the thing that makes me appreciate him is the music that he makes. So I can't mm -hmm. um, let that get in the way. But what I mean, I can't blame him. I mean, of course, he did a bad thing. Yeah. But I mean, I can't do anything about it. It's... But yeah. definitely bitching about it's not going to help right. either. But it's like... It just sucks. It... It does change the meaning of some songs. It definitely and does. So, yeah. <laughs> I will lie awake, lie for fun, and fake the way I hold you, let you fall for every empty word I say. Yeah. Is really awful. Yikes. Knowing the truth years later. <laughs> but all I can do now is hope that he's doing all right. Yeah. And forgive him. Yeah. Is he still making music? Sorry. I've like no, they, they retired it. last year. I mean, I don't know if they've retired. They've just not done anything. Gotcha. They, oh, they he, canceled their tour. He. Oh, gotcha. He said they were done in 2018. Oof. So, like, once science fiction came out, they were touring and that was it. They were mm -hmm. done. But I guess, yeah, they had to end mm -hmm. earlier Did he, like, just go expected. crazy? I'm so sorry. I... No, I don't think. No, he, he had, again, it happened, like, so long ago. He'd gone right. to therapy. He told us. He told He's his like wife about it. it. Yeah, I think kids, the like, important thing oh, cool. is is that he understood what he did at the time and decided to fix it. Yeah. It just kind of sucks that it had to come out so many years later. Mm -hmm. And, of course, nobody's going to pay attention to the fact that he did everything in his power to make up for it. Yeah. The, but, people make mistakes. Yeah. But, I like, think. what... What can someone do mm -hmm. to be forgiven? Right. How does how does redemption get? How does one find redemption? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like some people just like to stay mad, and of course, like I don't know. But <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, it the when all that when people started to become exploited for the shit they did that nobody knew about, mm -hmm. like with Kevin Spacey. Right. And um, the uh, governor who used to be an SNL member. Mm, sure. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, that sucks. And, of course, that makes people's perspectives change on them. Right. But I think, uh, I don't know. So the thing... The thing, too, with, like, Kevin Spacey. I've thought about this a lot. Uh, <laughs> the thing with, like, Kevin Spacey is that whenever that came out, his apology didn't feel genuine. Yeah. And so it was like, 
Yeah, that was a long time ago. I did that. Y'all know I'm gay? Mm. Yeah. So, cool. I th- I think... Like, that didn't... It, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> Being such a big fan of Brand New, I just felt like it kind of hurt more and wanted me... Somehow I wanted to feel like it w- wasn't true. Mm. I didn't want to believe it, but... I just got to try to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I still have Brand New. Still like love music. I, yeah, same. Um... Science fiction is a wonderful album. I think it's a great album. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. Would it have been different if, I guess more on the Kevin Spacey thing, if, if Kevin Spacey had been like, wow, that did happen and I'm so sorry and I've been doing everything in my power. Like I don't drink anymore and I, you know, I've done all these things and actually I've been secretly gay like this entire time. But like, you know, I, I've sounds, been trying to work through this thing. Sounds the like an time. excuse. And like, yeah. Uh, but like, if he had done the work, can you, what else can he do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't do the work, obviously. No, ab- but ab- had he, not. would we be able to forgive Could you it? forgive somebody? Yeah. I mean, if Hitler had done the work, could you have forgiven him? I, I could, but I'm insane. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm very hard with my rules, yeah. and so I think that, uh, like forgiveness is very important. But uh, killing is a hard, hard no. Yeah, for me. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, would you go in the past and kill Hitler and stop that from happening? No, I can't do that. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't either. Yeah. yeah. I feel like <laughs> if that... I mean, there's just no point in saying <laughs> if you could go back. I mean, it happened. It's hypothetical, yeah. But <laughs> I feel like if there's an opportunity to prevent something like that, I feel like the right thing to do would to be to prevent that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Speaking um, on like a hypothetically yeah. thingy, though... Is like I kind of have the mentality that everything happens for a reason, and so I feel like if like you did have an opportunity to like kill Hitler, baby, mm-hmm. uh, like what would but, the world be now? Yeah, mm-hmm. and of course the thing people would focus on with that is that it's a baby, mm-hmm. so that seems terrible, but yeah, <laughs> saving so many lives. Yeah, yeah, but like. Are you familiar with the trolley problem? I don't think <laughs> I am. Uh, no. The trolley problem is a a classic uh, moral conundrum, mm-hmm. uh, which is there's you're on this train or trolley, mm-hmm. and there's one person, uh, or there's like five people on the tracks in front of you, uh, mm-hmm. and you can pull a lever. And have the train go off to the side and there's one person on the tracks over there. Um, so do you pull the lever to save five people's lives but only kill one person? You for sure pull the lever. <laughs> right? Wait, well, so are the five people different... nice? Are they cute? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was... There's different moral implications with the answer that you choose. Yeah. 
Um, so again, this is, it's weird because it kind of runs contrary to my morals in the apparent sense, but the like right answer is not touching the lever Hmm. (laughs) for me. Yeah. Because like, had I not been there, I wouldn't have been able to stop it. And I can't get the one person's consent to sacrifice their life for the five other people. And I'm not responsible for that person's life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can't make the decision to sacrifice that person. Yeah. And that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. It sucks. And I don't like I'm unhappy with it. And there's no there's no good answer Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. Like, oh, you try to stop the train. Like, that's not the point of the conundrum. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, if I was in that situation, I would try to stop the train. Yeah. Um, But like. That's what the implications are. (laughs) Damn. You look like you're about to say something. Oh, no, I. No, I mean, that's, that's a... What would you do, Caleb? That's that's a tough situation to be in. But personally, this is just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I think of it as I would... Uh, oh, I don't know. Nobody mm-hmm. really knows until you're in the situation. Right, right, yeah. But I guess... Let's get a trolley and six for people this, <laughs> I think it's almost kill the one person to mm-hmm. save the other five people's lives because... Mm-hmm. You know, in a war, you want to, not saying that this is war, but just in a war, you want to come back with as many people as you can. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So why just make it easy and kill everyone Mm -hmm. and then only bring back a couple people? Mm. So. Right. Yeah. And that's a, it's a perfectly valid answer. You want to save as many people as possible. Uh, So. But I get what you're saying, too. Right, That's why yeah, no, it's such but... a mind fuck that, like, <laughs> like it would have had... The five people would have died if you hadn't been there. So, mm-hmm. like, you're kind of playing God in that situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, not doing nothing kind of, I guess, is... I don't... I wouldn't say the... There's no good option. Well, no, there's any, no good I don't want anybody to die. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Right. Somebody's going to listen to this and be like, no, I'm not hanging out with Right. <laughs> okay, listener. If you're, you know, morally judging <laughs> Caleb and I for giving answers at all, you answer the question. Or, See how you feel about it. But we're human. This yeah, is what exactly. we do. Yeah. Discuss um, things. But And that's the thing is that the the point of a a thought experiment is not what you would actually do in that situation. The point of the thought experiment is to How's look it? at all the Thank you. Yeah, look at how what is implied in that. And so for me, the rule is still hard as in don't kill, which means I can't make the active decision to kill. Yeah. Um, if there's any way to stop the train, though. Exactly. I, exactly. And so once you put that, that situation in real life, yeah. then it's, I Let's have stop. to do everything in yeah, my power to stop, stop the yeah. train. 
and and it's not even about the lever comes down to it yeah i have to kill the one person if i can't stop the train yeah but like and that's the thing real life has actual variables rather than just these are your only two options. Real life is more complex than that. I think I'm There's just going to stay probably, home and not yeah, take right? There's probably <laughs> a way to stop the train. Never ride a train yeah. again. <laughs> you can yell at them or yell at someone else to be like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. run off the track or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a variation on the trolley problem that's really stupid, uh, which is like <laughs> you're not on the train but there's like a fat man in front of you and if you push the fat man in fr- like onto the tracks, then he'll stop the train and so it's like i don't know why the thought experiment expanded to like no one's so fat that they can stop a train but <laughs> if this is a science fiction yeah, experiment yeah. now then i'm just gonna make like, the train like kingpin from into the spider verse fat like oh, have you seen? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he a large man uh but <laughs> he, could sure he could stop stop could definitely stop a train <laughs> yeah um yeah. But I don't like that variation of the trolley problem because it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, real life has actual variables in it. And yeah. so I think the better answer is no matter what happens, there's some other option. Like, sure. don't just think that these are your only options. Kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. Is especially, like, if... If you're like in a dark place or something, you're like, do I kill myself or do I just like oh, see if you have a out. terrible life? Mm-hmm. And it's what? having a terrible life isn't your only option there. Yeah. But whenever you're in that, that's kind of the that's only what two it options. feels like your yeah. only options are. Yeah. For sure. Um, but so just zoom out a little bit more and it's like I, instead of just pulling the lever or not pulling the lever let's try to stop the train <laughs> uh that a scenario like that that i've kind of thought of for myself over the years was what happens if you're like stranded in the middle of the ocean with just a life jacket on mm. like do you kill yourself or wait for mm. a ship to come because mm. there's so like what if a shark comes mm. or you know Mm. any anything could yeah, come yeah. and get you that's that's a very mm. difficult situation to be in so what do you do yeah what what, what do you feel i that? i honestly don't know being <laughs> in water when you can't really look around at what's going on that's mm. terrifying oh God. <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> maddie do you have a too much um i would never be in that situation because fuck water i hate <laughs> open water, water so much <laughs> So it's like my biggest fear. Whales too fucking big. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would be so happy though to know that that was a whale and not a shark. Right. Yeah. Are whales friendly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but the thing is, it's like they're so big that like even if they're friendly, like they never attack you. Right. But like, it could like sneeze or something and just. Like, fuck you up. Yeah. Because they're so big. Yeah. Because whales are too big. I don't know if whales sneeze. I don't know how that works. Do they? The little hole Uh, Yeah, would they sneeze out the blowhole then? Just, like, thinking about (laughs) this is making me feel weird. (laughs) Don't go on a cruise ship. (laughs) Right. Why are those a thing? Why do you need... We have airplanes now. Just stop boating altogether. A couple podcasts ago, 
had a friend on who's a trombone player. He just got a gig playing on a, on cruise, a cruise ship. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so scary. Yeah. My dad was like, why don't you do that? And I'm just like, can, have you seen the Titanic? Are cruise ships so big, though, that you can't get motion sickness? Or can you still feel the rocking? If it's bad enough. I've never been on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. I can't leave the country. Um, but uh, You can't leave I, the country. Answer we'll get this, to that and we'll come Here back to that. Let me answer your criminal question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he has like multiple warrants out. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, if the waves are big enough, like you, you still feel the ocean's pretty big, no matter how big your cruise ship okay. is. You yeah, that would make me tomorrow. nauseous. Uh, no, uh, so I was born in Venezuela. And you stole the diamond. <laughs> I knew that. Um, no, I knew that. I was born in Venezuela and came here whenever I was, uh, the day I turned six. Mm-hmm. And so um, my tiny six-year-old passport from Venezuela is not a valid document, especially considering that Venezuela is Venezuela right now. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but also, I'm here. And I'm not a citizen. Uh, so. Will you ever, are you going to like ever try and get your citizenship or like, no. I'm getting married this year. Oh, <laughs> oh boom. <Whoa. laughs> that fixes that. Congratulations. I was going to ask you about that whenever you were heating up your mac and cheese. but <laughs> Wait, so can you just get a new passport eventually? No. Because. Never? So. The process, and this is the thing, it's like, I don't, I don't blame you guys for not knowing. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. the process is you can't just become a citizen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. There's no path to citizenship. Yeah. Um, it's if you're, like, you can be Albert Einstein, and the U.S. is like, sure, you can have a green card. Green card is interchangeable with permanent residence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can be Albert Einstein and the U.S. will be like, yes, you have value to us. You can definitely come into the country. Or you can be like, you know, a, a Nobel Prize winning doctor or whatever. Or just like be a, a doctor. That's another step down. You have valuable skills right. that the country can use. So cool. You're welcome here. And there's like less skills. But you know what? You're pretty cool. And if a company wants to apply for you to get a green mm-hmm. card, then they will do that. But they also have to screen any other available American people before they can give you that job. Yeah. Because America first is the priority. Um, yeah. And then, Sorry. and then there's just like unskilled laborers, which is like you, you're probably not getting it. Uh, yeah. And then another way of getting a green card is uh, what permanent residence is. It's like it's a card that says you can stay here indefinitely. You can't vote. You're not a citizen, oh, but you yeah. can stay here right. legally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's already really hard to get that. And so another way of doing that is if you're if your spouse is uh, a citizen, then they can apply for you to have a green card Mm -hmm. or if your 
parents are uh, non-citizens, but you are, then you can apply for your parents. Do you, you think you'll have your new mm -hmm. wife do that? Uh, that is the process that should happen. Uh, yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you get to leave the country. Yeah. Someday. Will you? Uh, I'm. I have no idea how green cards work. I'm so sorry. Uh, will you be able to leave the country after that? No. Oh because, shit. Because, uh, even though I will be legally in the U.S., yeah. I, I'm on DACA right now. Uh -huh. Um. Even though I will be legally in the U.S., um, I still, like, my passport has to be from a country of citizenship. Gotcha. But I can't get a passport from Venezuela. One, because of the fucked up state that it's in. Mm -hmm. Two, because I left there whenever I was six. So, so you have to get it from Venezuela. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'd have to, like, like, I can't leave the country because I don't have a valid passport. Yeah. I have to have a passport from Venezuela. Yeah. But I essentially don't exist in Venezuela. Damn. So the only way that I can get a passport is by becoming a citizen and getting an American passport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that'll take forever. Some years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what, though? Hope it happens. America's great. Don't leave. It's don't fine. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the... I don't... Again, I don't blame people for not knowing that process. Yeah. But if more people knew that that's the thing... They'd be like, oh, that's really hard. Yeah. We yeah. should probably fix it. Fix that. Right. Because, you know, I've been here since 2001. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm more American than I am Venezuela. Venezuelan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's not like I'm not trying to be a, a communist trying to enforce Venezuelan rule yeah. in the United States. I'm not some like sleeper agent or something. The, I don't believe you. Possible. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, if more people that are like me that came here at a very young age, like all of the people that DACA applies to, mm -hmm. if there was a way for them to become permanent residence and then once you're a permanent resident for a certain amount of years then you can apply for citizenship uh like yeah but there's no path there mm -hmm. gotcha. you can't just come into the country and be like can i be here yeah that you have sucks. to have a reason and you have to be good enough that's shitty that the process is yeah. so long plus yeah. they fuck with you about it right yeah. like americans first like once i that's fucked up uh once i start applying for a green card um I'll have to go to like a doctor checkup. Yeah. And if like if I have cancer or something, they're like, no green card for you, dude. What That's, the fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Because it's like, My no, God. you can't be sick. Like That's crazy. You're not bringing any value yeah, into you're the not country healthy, if you're we not let American. you in. Yeah, you're just gonna die. You're gonna <laughs> That's be stupid. Yeah. Well, it's not like if you're not healthy, you're not an American. Like, it's just you're not gonna contribute anything yeah. to the <laughs> you country. You might die soon, so why are we gonna die? Yeah, why are we gonna anyways? let you in here? Yeah. No. yeah it's pretty fucked up yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean i understand like i understand why in a weird way yeah i don't agree with it but it, right yeah i get it yeah, <laughs> yeah. um it's fine well i hope it gets better <laughs> it just costs some money yeah like some thousands but you know it's fine 
<laughs> Can you drive? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was probably everyone listening is probably like dumb. Fun. No, it, of course you it's can not drive. a dumb question. Um, okay. Well, actually, uh, I guess I can statue of limitations and blah blah blah. But like, whenever I first started going to college, I didn't have a driver's license because uh-huh. before I had DACA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so I, I would just drive to Edmond every day like without a license <laughs> uh and that's why i drive like a grandma i drive the speed limit all the time no Good. exceptions <laughs> Keep it up. no i'm kidding <laughs> i've had too many bark or er, speeding tickets <laughs> no shit but i'm it's a great way to learn because like you know if you get pulled over yeah. you either go to jail or they just I used to take my car or yeah. I used to drive. Maybe you'll meet a nice person. I used to drive without a license. <laughs> well aware of taking precautions so that you don't get pulled over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Am it's I the fine. only one who's like never done that? I've never driven without a license. Like Yep. Yeah. I mean <laughs> you can like forget your license or something, like yeah. in your wallet or something. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've done that before. I feel like it's I feel like when you do that, though, I feel like I made a speeding ticket automatically. Just, of course, it's not going <laughs> to be my like, day. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's why I keep my license, like, on my phone case. Yeah, same. same. I'm not going to forget my phone. Yeah. So, I got <laughs> I got it. <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but ever since I turned 21, I never forget my license because you never know <laughs> when... An opportunity That's like will the only way we can get in anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> with our license. Really? Right. You got you got like a a beard I mean, that hides but the hides the the baby face. Pe- <laughs> people still ID me mm. for stuff. Yeah. I I will say I don't get ID as much though. As yeah. much as I do. But if I'm with <laughs> this one, then, yeah. You you rascals! You're not a day over sixteen. Right. <laughs> 21 i promise (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i don't even drink so i don't like getting carded just so i can be like like go in somewhere (laughs) yeah right um but that's a it's a weird thing this is something i've been interfacing with Mm -hmm. a lot recently i've been trying to go to like more open mics and stuff yeah Uh but like i don't like bar culture yeah yeah (laughs) i go ahead no you go I was just going to say, I kind of like bar culture. I can handle drunk people pretty well mm. on stage. Not right. not not on stage, right. but on stage, I'm like, let's go. This is fun. Yeah, I, I don't like bar culture either because mm. um, it just sucks when people get all fucked up. Then they're just complete pieces of shit. So, <laughs> yeah. But I do. I mean, there's a bar I go to a lot that is has become a safe environment because mm-hmm. i've become friends with the people that work there and mm-hmm. like regulars so luckily yeah. i've found that but it's i don't like going to a lot of bars yeah because it is weird and uncomfortable and um first time on on new year's i went with uh my brother and his girlfriend and like and sable was with me and so we're mm-hmm. both we both don't drink oh okay. uh, Cool. And so we were just like, all right, 
Uh, not not for us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Two bars aren't that fun sober. Like, it, everyone's it's just also, kind of an yeah, asshole. It's not fun dealing with people sober. When but you're not on their level. Yeah. yeah. But are bars that fun when you're drunk? Some of them. It, I mean, if you drink, let loose a little bit. I'm not talking about you're just. We're also dis- super introverted, so alcohol yeah. helps loosen that up loosen a little up, bit. But we're not alcoholics. Yeah, by no. Any means. But no, we do not get fucked up. I don't want. That's the other thing. Like, I don't like that me not drinking makes people uncomfortable. No. Or that they go, that's oh, not, why don't you drink? That's not like, weird at blah, all. blah, blah. I am curious. Right. Why? Um, if you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I don't mind the question. Okay, cool. Uh, my brother did the same thing whenever okay. on New Year's. Um, right. And he felt weird about it too. Uh, yeah. But. So, one, I think the the major one is that, like, I don't need to. Mm -hmm. As, like, I don't want that to sound shitty, but, like, if I need to lose inhibition, I'll just tell myself to do it. Whenever I go to concerts Mm -hmm. and I enjoy, like, dancing and moving with the music, um, I don't need... A drink to get me to start moving cool uh whenever um color music played um were you there i have you there no he uh, had no, a gig. i was, played that was yeah. a great played somewhere uh, well i'm glad y'all had a gig because that's a valid excuse i'm, right. I'm a little uh, pissed though that I didn't um, again, but, it was a cool but like i was near the front of the stage and i was like dancing quite a bit yeah mm-hmm. and I don't drink or anything. I, it was a fun show. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Speaking about dancing at concerts, I don't. I get mm. it. Almost makes me feel really uncomfortable because there's just so many people stuck so close together. Mm. Yeah. I just feel invaded. But I will say, I saw Brand New with Circus Survive at the Diamond Ballroom in 2015. Mm. That was I think I was there. First time ever. I started freaking out. I was jumping, screaming. Dude. I let I, loose. I think I was there because that show, the audience became an ocean whenever Brand New started playing. Yes. And so it's like everyone just squeezed forward mm-hmm. and then it came back. It was incredible. It, it, was, a, it was an actual ocean. That was an That's amazing weird. show. Uh, yeah. Probably my favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could let loose more, though. When Death Cap comes... I'm going to be <laughs> the freaking loosest. out. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, how hard can you really dance to Death Cab? I can bob like a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah a just, you know, move your head. Not headbanging, but just move your head, you know. Yeah. That's... But I, I do <laughs> wish I could get a little more comfortable and sing mm. along and stuff. Yeah. But like, so that's my main thing is that I don't, you don't, I don't need alcohol to let go right if i want to make the decision then i will yeah and it's great and whenever i do so whenever i do shows and i have i have some really emotional songs i just go into the character of that or go and feel the emotion of that and just perform yeah that um so 
like my my tagline thing on all my social media, the last thing that I have on there is performer, which mm-hmm. is different from being like a songwriter because I am a songwriter, but I'm also a performer. Yeah. And so performance is a thing that it's it's theater. We're acting. Um, yeah. Even if you're being genuinely you, you're still making decisions to be on stage in this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's part of the performance, deciding to lean into that or or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and what really makes a really good performance is whenever you do lean in as much as possible mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then you really feel the music for yourself and for the audience. Yeah. Um, how do you... How do you lean in? Hmm? How do you lean in? How do you yeah. give in? How do you have that like self-control and be like, I'm I, just going to do it. I've definitely way. gotten more comfortable on stage, mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure if I'm right doing the best I, I can. I think it's like trusting the music. Um, the One of the songs that I always feel like skeptical about performing is uh, a song called The Vicious Cycle. It's a it's a story that it's about a, a drug addict who is kind of realizing that he's destroying the lives of his family and himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so as the song sort of moves on, it, it gets more and more powerful. Uh, and I repeat the line over and over again. Tell me if this hurts you. Um, and so... I don't like half-assing that song because yeah. it it isn't the song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I have to, I have to push it, push through it. And, and so the song sort of makes me perform. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's really freaking sad and emotional and so <laughs> yeah. i'm sort of i feel weird about performing the song in general because of that because it's a really dark song mm-hmm. um but if i do a really dark song and half-ass it it makes it even worse because it's like oh here i am doing a, a really sad song but i'm also like not leaning all the way into it mm-hmm. and so it's like I brought the audience down in two different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so people are more willing to engage with something that emotional if you are open to the emotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, like trusting the music. And so uh, I don't know how much you guys do this, but... Whenever I'm listening to a song that I love, I can be like screaming in the car or whatever and like being as big as possible. Right. And so the more willing you can be to do that with your own songs, fulfilling the true emotional like maximum that a song is, that is the truest version of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. (laughs) 
He's great at it. He acts like he's not a performer, but I, every time he gets on stage, he's like in it. I she does like. the same thing. She does. <laughs> no, I'm like a bad performer. No, she's she's good at it. One thing I've gotten. You're both really good. Better. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you too, kind. <laughs> One thing I've gotten better at though is opening my eyes. I really like to look around. I, I suck super at cool. looking at the audience. Yes. I here. Well, I would keep my eyes closed the whole time, but it eventually became like I was forcing them closed, so it just became uncomfortable. Mm. Sometimes I do because of the song, but yeah. and now I can just look around. And it's kind of cool. I feel better. I feel like I mm. own the room. Mm. Not me. Yeah, it's it's hard because, yeah. like, again, the, the emotional exposure. And so it is easier for me to, like, go into, like, that character if I'm not looking someone in the face as yeah. they're judging me going into that character. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so usually I go I, kind of up, like, slightly above their heads. Yes. Gotcha. So if, yeah, I, I, if my eyes I are do, open. Or I do, just too. I don't really eyes. look at anybody, but mm-hmm. I don't know. When I am sit, I sit down when I play, for those mm-hmm. of you that don't yeah, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just feel, as soon as I sit down, I'm in this, my own world. Mm. I'm where I get to exist and that's yeah. all i need mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really matter whether yeah people are looking at me or not i just close my eyes yeah <laughs> most of the time though i do that because i write so many songs about my family and my family always comes to my shows yeah. and so like doesn't if i look at make it. eye contact done yeah gonna that's... cry even if it's like not about important shit mm-hmm. done for yeah yeah well i mean because you wouldn't have written the song if it wasn't powerful to you. Right. And so looking the source in the face. Yeah. It's pretty it's a hard. hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Although if there is someone with like a nice camera, like do make a point to like. Yeah. Like look at them every hey, once in a while. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture right now. <laughs> yeah. Because that's my Facebook profile picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, anyways, to finish answering what uh (laughs) the that's the biggest reason i don't drink (laughs) because i can convince myself that's good you're responsible yeah there needs Um, to be more people like you right and then there's like the lame reason which is like i'm poor and no alcohol is expensive fucking expensive uh when we go it's like a beer or two Mm -hmm. and that's it you yeah, but a beer like or two is still about $10. So we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and depending on the bar, it's like, here, I'll just have a water. And it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. $3. Okay. For a water? Yeah. You're going I've to never paid $3 bar. for That's a water. Crazy. I paid $2 the... for a water. Uh, You're going to the wrong <laughs> yeah. bar. You just get it for free. Um, It was a water bottle. Oh, Okay. You know, See, the plastic makes all the difference. Yeah, you get this in a glass, so it's free. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but, so, yeah, I'm poor, so I don't I don't want to have to spend money. But right. then I also feel the pressure at a bar whenever constantly they're like, hey, tip the bartender. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I didn't buy anything. I don't. Right. I don't like that you're doing a service for me. And I don't get to pay you back for it, but also I don't want to have to pay for this thing. I didn't really 
participate in. Yeah. Need yeah. your service per se. Yeah. <laughs> I brought so, my own. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like the pressure of being told like, hey, spend money. So yeah. I I'm drinking water. I'm not spending money. That's right. the point. I, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> then they give you weird looks and stuff. And yeah, just, like, and it makes me feel really shitty because yeah. it's like, yeah. I, I do appreciate your service. I'm glad you're here. You're making this whole place feel a lot better. But yeah. also, I don't have money to give you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that. Um, and then, like, the logistical, like, transportation and all of that it's mess. It's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so... Like yeah, you can you can definitely drive like one drink in you and stuff. And yeah. like cool. But like, you know, not everyone just has one or two drinks. That's why I stay at my bar cuz I can just walk back. Right. <laughs> and so yeah, there's things like Uber and Lyft and stuff, but mm. that also costs money. And yeah. so it's like if you go to a bar, spend, you know, $20 on drinks, and then spend ten more dollars on a Uber. Do those like, trolleys, by the way, cost money? I think uh, they do they now. They do now. For the first they like couple of weeks that they now. had the trolley, uh, it was free. But yeah, there should just be free public transportation for like situations like that. Just yeah, safety. yeah. But we're in Oklahoma, and you're right. Yeah. <laughs> The man sucks. Yeah. The man <laughs> sucks. That that would be socialism. So we can't have that. No. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. There is also like the low key. I don't know what kind of drunk I would be. And You've never been drunk at no. all? Okay. Uh, gotcha. I don't drink. <laughs> right. And like I've had sips, but I, I've yeah. never. I didn't know if it was just like a. Like a, if I had a choice that you no, yeah. no 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 I never thought you I would had be a comfortable problem. with that too like I was kind of worried that you might have like a health problem like your liver or something couldn't mm. take it and I was like Santiago <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no I'm all right like I just yeah and also I didn't know if you had like experimented with alcohol before and mm. then just decided that like you didn't like who you were or something mm. like that I am open to doing psychedelics. But, so you'll yeah. do psychedelics, but you won't. We've do I, I've never. This early. We I've never were talking about done that any psychedelics, but I'm open to doing them. So are we? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, like, I would be all like scientific about it though, mm-hmm. and so I have a list of requirements. One, my fiance has to approve it. Two, I need someone there that has to be sober. I need to be in a safe environment, and oh, I want to like. Write it I down. have the same list. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the fiance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, someone being there sober is so that you have a spotter to be like, I like calling it spotter because it's uh-huh. whenever you're lifting weights, like, yeah. I don't lift weights, but <laughs> whenever you're lifting weights, <laughs> uh, having someone there to be like, hey, I can't do this. And they're like, okay, here, it, it's a good, safe thing. Yeah. yeah. And so having a sober person to be like, all right, don't pick up the scissors. Like, right. we're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. So if you're going to do psychedelics, have a spotter. That's the So you don't do anything good, stupid. Good advice also, for you like, listeners. Especially <laughs> if you were to do something like that in a public place, that would be so, like, you would have a bad trip for sure. Yeah. Or at least, it's like. It's overwhelming. <laughs> I feel like we're on the same level. I think we would have a bad Camp, trip if we Camping. Ever. 
Yeah. yeah. In nature. Beautiful music. Way to do it. Not near any like cliffs Bears. or waterfalls or anything. Don't play brand new <laughs> when <laughs> <Yeah>. you trip. <laughs> That'd be scary. That's for a You will see the devil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh know about gosh. the devil. You'll see yourself in the worst way possible. <laughs> that would oh. be so sad. Yes. Oh, I thought of listening to Transatlanticism. Yeah. Be pretty. Yeah. That or Godspeed You, Black Emperor. Yes. You haven't heard of Godspeed you Santiago. <laughs> Listen to Godspeed You, Black Emperor. They're incredible. They're like a, uh, they're a ba- they're from Canada, but they're like a post rock band, hmm. but they're incredibly cinematic. Uh-huh. And like, it's just cool sonic landscapes of emotion <laughs> you never knew you had. The best time you can listen to that, uh, rise, it's a long title. It's like Raise Your Hands Lift Your up. Yeah. Skinny Fists Like Antennas to Heaven yeah. is the name so of the, the record. So the best time you can listen to that is driving on like a rainy day mm. by yourself. And just or like just anytime you're in it or anytime. Oh, so mm. Fuck you. No, I'm kidding. Listen to it. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, um, one last thing is that, um, how, how do you want people to listen to your music? <laughs> you, you go first. Me? Yeah. Oh, my music's pretty lighthearted and Quirky, so or it's I don't quirky is a strong word, but uh, <laughs> probably just when they're like ready for something that they don't have to think about too hard. I feel <laughs> like you don't have to think whenever you're listening to my <laughs> songs. So um, I think you're not being fair to yourself. <laughs> And I don't know. <laughs> Maybe just whenever you're, I mean, like, inebriated, whatever. Probably, uh, I don't write for that, though. I feel like, you know, like, people, like, Mac DeMarco. Fun, fun. It's fun music. For sure writes put for you people in a good who mood. are high. <laughs> but, like. Her music's to put you in a good mood. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. listen to it for fun. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, somebody else go. <laughs> uh, um, I would like my music to be listened to as if it were like a safe space. Mm. Um, you should listen. I hope people just listen to it because they like it for fun. Like you don't need a special occasion, but it should. I hope it comes off that this is a safe space where you can feel and work out things mm-hmm. that you struggle with. But also it's just good to relax too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gotten a lot of uh, it's chill, but I don't like to use that Kind of, I feel like what he writes for is he wants somebody to feel the same way about his stuff as he does for transatlanticism. Like mm-hmm. I think well, that sure. it's not like a negative I well, I always had this idea that for if hopefully more people come and see me mm-hmm. live, it could be like a sharing circle where mm-hmm. we're all coming to hang out and there's no stress. It's just to be there for each other and mm-hmm. to be there for whatever you want and leave the bullshit outside of mm-hmm. the venue. Yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> that's how I would like people to think about the music. Yeah. Um, 
What about you? <laughs> um, I want people to know the lyrics in whatever way in which they find them. And you so like it's like, I, I, right. on like my demo on Bandcamp has all of the lyrics there. That's um, a great, but like, so answer. I want people to understand at least what I'm saying. Yeah. That what the story is. Yeah. Cause I'm telling stories. I'm telling sort of emotions or whatever it is. Um, and then where, like, so first understand what it is, then enjoy what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so here's a story that is musical in its presentation. So enjoy how the music tells the story, mm-hmm. how the music adds to the story. How the story wouldn't be the same without the music. All of that. Yeah. To be able to feel and understand the songs. Right. Um, and. Yeah, like I. I don't necessarily write music for fun. I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, mm-hmm. To write music for fun, but like. I don't write music for fun. I'm I'm an artist. I'm making art. Yeah. And so I want it to be appreciated as a work. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so something that I enjoyed doing in our last Power Cycle concert, I had two songs that had lyrics. Well, it was a song and then a sort of musical poem in a way. Uh mm-hmm. There was music, and I said a poem over it. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, cool. like, rapping? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have done a rap song. Yes. More than one rap song. Um, Let's go. But um, I liked that I was able to have the lyrics available for the audience so mm-hmm. that they... Whenever you go to, like, concerts like that, it's everyone's sitting down and kind of just, like, kind of waiting Mm-hmm. And so even as the music is happening, you're just kind of like, what else do I do? It's rude to look at my phone. So I'm going to look at the program like 20 million times. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But whenever you have the lyrics with you in the program notes or whatever, you get to process what the music is. And so I really liked having the lyrics for the audience there mm-hmm. so that they could understand what i was trying to do right yeah (laughs) yeah um and that's a really nice thing so i'm making art so it's a i want it to be understood (laughs) i want everybody to appreciate anything like (laughs) what we do Yeah. yeah i think that's important yeah and the other thing is like listen to music everyone yeah. If it's yeah. on the background, great. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be on somebody's playlist, though, like, too. I was. I know uh, you It were. was exciting. Anyway. Jarvix is a great person. Shout out to Jarvix. That, really shout is. out. Thank you, Jarvix. <laughs> yeah, that was super cool and unexpected, and I really <laughs> appreciated it. Yeah. 
it's that's definitely one of those things where I feel like people are starting to care, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. please keep caring. It's <laughs> yeah. important. As a Leody fan, I was really excited whenever it was on there too. It was that cringy. I don't mean to be cringy. I just no, I, I just like I your shit. I was like, <laughs> it's okay. Look what Gross. Sorry. <laughs> no, but uh. it was exciting. No, and also that like, why did it get weird? Sorry, that was loud. No, you're fine. Um, but yeah, it was just exciting too. And Jarvix like is really good about getting like local people seen, mm-hmm. which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it. Jarvix, if you're listening. Evan. Evan. <laughs> Evan. <laughs> Come talk to me. Let's have you on the podcast. <laughs> Do it. Do Santiago it. is um, incredible. The best. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Is it weird to, like, have people tell you to your face, I like your stuff? Um. Like you better say I, yes, I try my best. You get I try my best to life. accept compliments don't, in the don't right way. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I like it. I do like it. Yeah. But it's it's weird. I don't know how to process it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to tell you thank you for liking me. That's I don't know. That just seems weird. Yeah. Or like. But I mean, if you enjoy the music, I yeah. do appreciate the support mm-hmm. for sure. Especially like after a show, whenever people are like, "That was so good." And you're like, whoa, cool. yeah, but yeah. like, I like the idea that I'm, I'm more of an ambivert in that I'm extroverted with people I know and like, but I'm introverted otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it's like after a show, whenever someone's like, that was so good. It's either. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about every single song right. that it was. Yeah. And did, did you get it? Did, did yeah. you grasp the thing that I was putting out? You know, and if you don't want to do that, then please walk away because I don't I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, uh, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's it's not that I don't appreciate uh, like uh, the the compliments or whatever. Mm. Like it it's great, but it's almost like I'm just ready to go on to the next thing. Like okay, this is done. If you liked it, cool. Then just come out to the next show. Mm. But absolutely, like, if people want to come up, that's totally, that's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's just weird. It's like, I don't expect it. Yeah. I'm just ready to do the next right. show or whatever. Or like, oh, right. what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Anytime somebody comes up to me, I'm like, give me more compliments. Let's talk about me. Yep. Good. No, that's I'm just her. kidding. That's <laughs> not. No, I'm just like, oh, thanks. And then I try to look them in the eye. Yeah, yeah. That's important. I, yeah, that's to me. hard. <laughs> that's really hard to do. Yeah. I usually <laughs> just like cross my arms and then start nodding. I'm like, thanks, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm a hugger, so I'll just give them a hug. Anytime yeah. you give somebody a hug, it's like, this Hugs is over. Yeah. Peace out. I don't have to look you in the eye. <laughs> I'm just hugging you. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. hugs. Um, yeah. This, this is pretty good. Uh, Caleb, plug your stuff. <laughs> P- playing a cedar tree session <laughs> in March. Don't have the specific date yet, but 
follow me on Instagram at Leone Music, and um, I will post stuff soon. <laughs> Download karaoke. It's on Spotify and Apple Music, and uh, hopefully I'll release new stuff uh, later this year. Sweet. <laughs> me. Uh I have an EP called Mama and Pop, so you can listen to it if you want. If you don't, that's okay, too. She's very proud of and it. Then <laughs> I, it's really good. Uh, thanks. Uh, I have... Wait. I have a show in February 1st. Can't talk I about I think that. that's in the past at this point. Okay. When the this one comes out. So if you have a time machine, I have a show February 1st. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I think I'm playing The Blue Door with Annie Oakley uh, in March... Or April, and then that's... Yep, as soon as you guys get those dates, let me know so that I'm meta-podcasting right now, and I'm uh, so I can put it in the description of the podcast. We will. We will, yeah. So you, dear listener, know far better than the performers (laughs) themselves when, because time is a weird thing. Yes. Uh. Well, yeah, so I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Keith Lee. <laughs> uh, I'm Caleb Starr, a.k.a. Leody. And you can find everything that I do. <laughs> it's like a weird script, and so I've said it so often, it's like... You're killing but, it. Yeah. Uh, you can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. You can download my demo, Songs with Words. You can pay money for it or not pay money for it. Uh, you can also find this podcast on all of your favorite places. And if it's not on one of your favorite places, let me know. But it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on YouTube, on Stitcher, and on Google Play. Um, and leave reviews and comments and let us know what you think about that conversation. I always end my podcast with my three things. Those three things shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. <laughs>